What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Actors Endurance, your number one podcast for the resilient artist. And uh, we're getting ready to jump right in. You guys are going to love this episode because I don't think anyone has ever covered this before. So today we're going to talk about, Marlon, what, what are we going to talk about, Marlon? We're going to talk about the differences between Meisner and the method. You're listening to Actors Endurance, a podcast that inspires actors to never give up on their passion and find ways to continue to grow within the entertainment industry. My name is Shanette Wilson, and I'm an actress, and my co-host is Marlon Hargrave, and he is a teaching artist. And together, we are Actors Endurance. Now, listen, I know a lot of y'all have heard of the method technique, but I also think a lot of y'all think that Meisner is the method. Wrong, wrong, wrong. So you see this guy right here on our screen? That's Lee Strasberg. Now, he is the one who started, well, he didn't start the method technique. He basically, like, remixed it and uh, made it great, I'll say. So he is the one really responsible for what we call today as the method technique. Yes, uh, and the grand, the godfather, uh, who's known as the godfather of the method technique is Konstantin Stanislavski. And Stanislavski is the one who taught Strasberg sort of the technique. And then like Jeanette just said, Strasberg kind of took it and really molded it into a technique. But the major part of this technique is that it works from the inside of your body, the thoughts, the emotions, the actual life experience of the character and using the actor using their body as the vessel to express those characters, feelings, thoughts, and emotions. Yes, and that's why I like, as Marlon says, you have to have a lot of life experience and variety of experiences in order to really be a strong actor because it's hard to drum up stuff that you have no idea about if you you know never been if you've only lived in like a rural rural area and you've never been around a lot of uh crime or you've never been to the city you have no idea what it looks like smells like feels like you have no idea and you can't really just take a movie or uh or listen to music and really cre recreate those things so yeah it's, it's really important to have as many life experiences as possible yes 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 and you'll you'll see why a lot of actors do it because if you so as a script is being written more than likely you may have some relevant life experience but if you've never been homeless let's say then you can't act like you're homeless there has to be some sort of experience so you know Homeless people normally have to do a bunch of things just to survive. So you'll have actors that will go out and really do as much as they possibly can and as safe as they possibly can to experience what it is to be homeless, to eat out of a trash can, to beg for food, to uh, some, some actors have even stolen before, you know. Um, but for the most part, you want to be able to fill everything or as much as you can as, as the, the script will allow you 
to have uh, the experiences as his character or as a character that's written. Yes, and speaking of experiences, uh, why don't we show them some experienced actors ha that have used this uh, method technique? Yes, absolutely. So, so we're these, going to look at some of the professionals that have used this. Uh... Yes, and for all the actors, this is from IMDb, so it's legit. <laughs> All right. We have actors like Daniel Day-Lewis, Christian Bell, Robert De Niro, uh, the late Heath Ledger, Jim Carrey, uh, the Joaquin. other Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Joaquin, right. I want to call him Joaquin, Joaquin so bad. Joaquin Phoenix. Marlon Brando. Hey, that's a cool name, Marlon. Hey, come on. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Michael Caine, Angelina Jolie. I mean, the list goes on and on. You see Leonardo DiCaprio, Hilary Swank, Ryan Gosling, Tom Hanks. I mean, the list goes on. It's quite a few because it's probably one of the older techniques that's still being used today. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's, so, it's an oldie but goodie. An oldie but goodie, y'all. Yes, yes. Now, um, there are ways for actors to actually practice this and to be to keep their sanity. One of the caveats of it is, is that uh, there's an extremeness to it, but you can use the extremeness to your advantage. Uh, so I've used the method before. I've actually literally gone out and slept on the streets before playing a homeless person. Um, I did that in New York, which probably wasn't the best thing to do. But uh, I will have what's called a, an artist date. I will go out as the artist and I'll go shopping. I'll do, I won't really deal with people that I know. I'll deal with people that I don't know and then try to gauge, like, uh, was I realistic enough to kind of fool people into believing that I was that character? Mm -hmm. Yes, and I've done the same thing as well. Uh, when working on a character that was uh, extremely sexy, I would go out and just run my errands being as sexy as possible, but I would wear my least sexiest outfit because when you put on something sexy, you automatically feel sexy. So I was trying to make it really challenging for myself. So I would put on sweatpants, sneakers, you know, gym clothes and walk around just as sexy as I possibly can. It was, uh, it was interesting. <laughs> it's a lot yes. of but it, and it's a lot of fun. And, and I think that one of the advantages of doing it like this is you're actually having your character do things that are outside of the script. And that way, when the script changes or circumstances change, you're not thrown so off. You still have your sense of character from the inside. And if you know your character from the inside, you can place your character anywhere on the face of this earth. And that character should still have sustainability. So as you're doing the technique, you really have to do the technique and then make a list of the things that work and the things that don't. And you have to make sure that not only is it outside of yourself, but it is true to the given circumstances. It has to be, you know, uh, the method is so that you don't use so much of yourself and you're able to tap into parts of yourself, but expressing the character 100%. Yes, because if you do go to that extreme and you use too much of yourself, your mind cannot tell what is real or not. 
so whatever you're doing or saying, um, however you're behaving, your mind will believe that and it can stay and stick in that place. And that's who you will end up becoming. So it's really hard to pull yourself out of a dark, deep place. Um, yeah, it's, it's really difficult. So that's why it's really important to not go to certain extremes with, um, you know, these really deep, dark characters. Because, you know, sometimes you may not be able to come back from that. You know, like if you're playing a drug addict, it's not advisable to do drugs and try and do drugs <laughs> just to, uh, you know, portray that character in a realistic way, because that can lead you down a, 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 a really, really bad, <laughs> bad hole and you may not be able to climb out of. So, yes. Yes, and that, that's very important for an actor's health and an actor's, uh, your mental health. You know, we, we've seen stories of actors who kind of got so involved in that character that they lost a sense of their real reality, of, of the reality that they're living in. So although I think it's a wonderful technique, <clears throat> I do believe that your mental health should not suffer because you're portraying a role. Uh, and, and I think that it's a large tool that you can use, but it shouldn't be your only tool. If you're only a method actor, then I would recommend highly that you get about two or three different techniques to kind of weigh yourself and balance all of that out. I've known actors to be very depressed, actually, after a performance, and it would take them months and months to rebound. Um, I have enough technique to where as soon as that character is done, I drop that character and I get back to Marlon immediately. Yeah. Because uh, act, you know, these characters are not really good people. They they're written with flaw, and I don't. It doesn't matter if you are the antagonist or, pro or protagonist. You're going to be written with flaw. So mm -hmm. you have to, like Shanette just said, you have to embody that. You have to believe it in order for the audience to believe it. So if you're not in the suspension of disbelief, your audience will never be. But you do have to be careful of your own suspension of disbelief and know how to get out of it. Yes, yes. That's why we always want to approach this in a safe and sustainable way. You know, healthy, safe, and sustainable. Um, so not only um, is the method technique amazing, but Meisner, one of my favorites, if you haven't read the book, please read that book. It's an amazing book. So we have Sanford Meisner. Now, the Meisner and the method technique are different. They are very different. Um, yeah, but I don't know why people always confuse them. I mean, they don't even look alike, y'all. <laughs> well, but uh... I think I know, well, there may be some confusion because they, so, Meisner studied under Strasberg, and Meisner was, was part of the whole thing. And eventually what happened was film was introduced, film and TV. So a lot of the method technique was, it, it, because it was built for, for a stage, was too big and began to be really, really big. So Meisner said, well, that doesn't look good on film. It doesn't look good at all on film. So when they started to transfer over, Meisner was like, well, just listen to the actor in the scene. There's no need to talk like this with somebody sitting right in front of you. This is a stage technique. So he said, no, talk like this in front of somebody that's in front of you because this is a natural conversation. 
So what Meisner's technique was able to do was bring natural acting to film to where his method acting brought natural acting to stage. So they, they're different. They did all kind of study together. Adler was in that camp, Meisner, Strasberg, and they had a whole list of actors that I'm about to show you now um, that actually did use the technique. And we're gonna go with actors who studied with Straw uh, with uh, Meisner. Sorry, there we go. All right. So we had now it's sort of more of a film technique, but you do see James Guadafini, Breast in Peace. We have the great Jack Nicholson, Anthony Hopkins, Kim Basinger, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Goldblum, and uh, David Mamet, who's a great, great, great playwright, also used it. Steve McQueen, Robert Duvall, just to name a few. So you do have A-list actors on both sides who will only specifically study one technique or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one thing I love about Meisner is when I first started doing it, it's really about listening and reacting, which makes, you know, your performance a lot more natural, you know, um, so you really have to, it forces you to be in it, it forces you to be present, and it forces you to listen, because if you're not listening, then you're not going to react, all you're going to do is recite the words that you memorized and nine times out of ten you're going to do it in the wrong way you're going to give them the wrong response or be in the wrong tone things like that so i love uh santa meisner i've read his book a couple of times i'm probably going to reread it again um <laughs> but yeah I, I love uh i love his technique because it just forces you to be present and also the major thing to remember about meisner's technique that technique comes from the outside in. It deals with your environment. Most people will say, well, it's about the other actor. Yeah, the other actor is part of the environment. The weather, the condition of the environment that you're in, everything changes you. So Meisner's philosophy was, was that the outside dictates what the inside does. And that has a lot of truth to it. I mean, let's say that you go into a friend's house and it's nice and junky you may take something and kind of you know eat it and then throw the wrapper on the floor because they don't care but if you go into a house that is pristine and it's white and it's clean and you know you may not want to sit on the furniture mm -hmm. so again you're the same character just your environment changes and uh when the environment changes human beings change so the characters definitely change oh, please yeah. be aware of that one technique goes from the inside, which is the method, and Meisner's technique uh, draws emotions from the outside or things that are outside of the character. Yes, that is absolutely correct. So I'm glad that we made those distinctions. So now you guys, when you're studying these two techniques, or even if you're having a conversation now, you have the knowledge and the tools to correct somebody when they're talking about the method technique because nine times out of ten they probably have no idea what it really is no idea yeah uh, now there is a bit of a caveat with the meisner technique and uh, so if you only have meisner then you're only going to listen to the actor in the moment but what if the actor is dull and boring and doesn't really know how to act i mean we have 
a whole bunch of people who are not trained actors who get acting opportunities and they may not know the techniques they may not know how to be dynamic so Meisner actors have suffered because of the lack of dynamic acting from their counterpart and this would happen in auditions a lot a lot of the actors I would that I would train would say well the, the reader didn't give me anything. The reader's not supposed to give you anything anyway. You know, that's not the reader's job. So you have to know how to emote, regardless of what that other actor is giving to you, but still use the method to have the environment dictate how you're going to portray your character in the scene. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. uh, you can come, you can end up being a boring actor just using the, uh, just using Meisner alone. So definitely beware. Yeah, that's why it's important to be well versed in, uh, you know, in in a, uh, multiple techniques. Therefore, you know, you can pull whatever out whenever you need it. Um, and then, you know, it, it's really important too to not only know your role, but also, you know, know a little bit about the roles that are uh, that you're in, the people that you're interacting with in the scene as well. Because a lot of times, if they're not getting giving you anything then, you know, sometimes you can do something, it could be your, your actions that could, uh, you know, you know, uh, give the, you know, the, so that they give you something back, you know, so they give you some type of, uh, you know, response back. So, you know, it's all about, it's all about playing, you know, because you don't want to tell, you can't tell anybody what to do. However, you know, depending on, you know, uh, your knowledge and your techniques, you can, uh, force some type of emotion or, you know, something out of that person if they're not giving you anything, you know? Yes. And you can balance yourself out as a performer. Me personally, I do use, well, I use a whole bunch of different techniques, but I still use the method and Meisner's technique. And I, I will actually sprinkle in some Adler in there as well. Um, but I use these techniques because so I'll go out as a character and experience life as a character from the, from the inside. So when I did the homeless thing, not only did I experience that, but then I used Meisner's technique to help me understand how the environment changes the mentality of my character. So you can use these in combination, but if you try to choose one over the other, you'll be making a very big mistake. I reiterate this a lot. Acting techniques in general are never built to fix the acting as a whole. It is just to specifically address something that's lacking. So in this example, uh, as stage acting was coming over, and this goes back to Chekhov, Anton Chekhov, and, and those great playwrights, Bernard Shaw, those guys, the acting just looked fake. And it's probably coming off of more the Greek theater of God and the melancholy, you know, or the uh, not melancholy, but the, the overdramaticness. And he said, well, that doesn't look good. We need for somebody to be dramatic, but look regular. Yeah. So you have that technique. And then Meisner, of course, said, no, that's too big. So, again, you want to be able to just understand that Meisner's technique fixed uh, natural acting for film and TV. Mm hmm. So, you know, just kind of know in any other method or any other technique that you study, just realize that you're not going to fix all the backing with it. Try to understand what the, the issue that it's addressing so that you can make yourself a better actor. 
but then study another technique so that you can have more things in your toolbox. If you only have wrenches, then, you know, you have some stuff you may need a socket for. <laughs> exactly. <You know? laughs> exactly. So, so, so get, get your acting toolbox together, your, your toolbox of techniques. Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally agree. Totally agree. So, um, wait a minute. Do you hear something? What? Do you hear something? No. Is it, is it coming through clear? No. Bam! <laughs> tip of the moment, kaboom in your face, I'm going to reiterate, learning different techniques, learn as many as you can. I literally am proficient in 13 different techniques, but uh, uh, some of the techniques are for my stage acting as well. But I truly believe that if you only study one technique, you're going to hit a wall in your acting. And that one technique is not going to have enough substance to actually help you out when things get difficult. So have a multitude of techniques, study with different teachers. Even though I'm a teacher, it's competition with teachers. I still recommend you study with different people because they'll be able to add something on to it. Um, Acting is almost as personal as a thumbprint. You take things that work for you, things that don't, you discard and then you go on about your business. There is no one way to be a great actor. There are actually several different ways. Which one works for you is the only one that's important. Oh, that was wonderful. And now that we're all shook up from the daggone Adam. (laughs) All right, y'all, we're gonna go with our quote for the day. And our quote comes from the late, great Lee Strasberg. Now, Of course, like all my quotes, this is amazing too. So Lee Strasberg says, if we cannot see the possibility of greatness, how can we dream it? Think about that one, y'all. Think about that one. If we cannot see the possibility of greatness, how can we dream it? That's so true. That's a great one. That's why vision boards are important. That's why it's good for to write things down. That's why it's good to if you want uh uh if you want that big old Ferrari that nice Ferrari, go to the dealership and you know test drive it, sit in it. You have to see it before you can dream it, believe it, become it. So that's my quote of the day coming from my wonderful late great Lee Strasberg. And um yeah, I think that's a that's gonna end up. That's gonna end our uh, our nice little podcast today with y'all. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're always dropping knowledges and bombs on y'all. <laughs> so all make- day, all day, every day, every day, as every we say in day. DC, every day, every day. <laughs> make sure y'all tune in on the first and the fifteenth of every month. We got new episodes for y'all always on actorsendurance.com. You see it up there. This is the uh, this is the website. You know, always go on our website. That's where the podcast will be on the 1st and the 15th. You can also check us out on YouTube. All of our episodes are up on there. Spotify, you can listen to the podcast on there. And uh, yeah, follow us, on, follow us, like us, and subscribe on all social media. And uh, yes. that being said, well, I think we up out of here. Get out of here. Right. All right. All right.